Hi there. Thanks for listening to this episode of To a Certain Degree. My name is Nick. This is a Tuesday mini-sode featuring pieces and parts from a 2018 interview with the brothers Demeter. Brian is one of those brothers, and he is a talented artist. Derek is into astronomy, both professionally and personally. For more on these fine young men and all of the other guests, please visit toacertaindegree.com. And now, on with the show. My name is Nick. And every week I get to do a show. I get, I have the privilege of doing a radio show for two hours on WPRK. And I get to have very special guests on. And this week is no exception. Uh, The first time I've ever had relatives on. The first time I've ever had brothers on. Brian, let me set the scene. Brian is to my left. Derek is to my right. And I didn't, forgot to ask how to pronounce their last name. But I think it's Demeter. 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 You guys can talk. You don't have to just thumbs up. Oh, we're waiting yes. for you. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Get right up on that mic. Yeah, okay. Now, here we go. Okay, so that's Brian. Yes, this is Brian. Yes, we do say Demeter. Now, we know the Greek pronunciation is Demeter, so we're not offended right. if you want to say Demeter. We're, and I we're am cool. Greek. Yeah, so you're cool. You're cool to do that. Okay. If you want to be in the in crowd, though, you want to say Demeter. The in crowd. The in crowd. Like just the, I think we've established on this show and in my life that I always want to be on the in crowd. There you go. In so the now, in crowd? I just said on the end crowd. (laughs) All right, great. So turning over to Derek. Hey, Derek. How's it going? Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's great to be here. As an astronomer, it's probably not that great to be here because you are incredibly tired. It's it's, it's like, as as we were talking earlier, this is like asking somebody, hey, can you you come uh, have a talk show? Um, at 1 a.m. for yeah. you know, a normal person, me, I'd be uh, ready to go yeah. at 1 a.m. But yeah, this is a little too early for me. So your work schedule and your life schedule is time shifted for uh, hanging out at night. Yes, basically. yes, yeah. Now, I, I, with my role at the planetarium, I do a lot of morning stuff now. But I have to switch to nocturnal mode, which is a, uh, I'll you know basically you know start sleeping, staying up really late, and you know trying to get my body adjusted to if I'm doing astronomy work. Nice. So. So we will talk at length about astronomy, about art, and some other things I'm sure will come up in that. We might segue and tangent. You guys don't seem like the tangent type of uh, group with that, uh, you know. I'm oh, I can at, do tangent, I'm sine, cosine. <laughs> I could do all of it, man. Nice. Nice math jokes this early. So you are awake. Representing, yeah. That's very nice. cool. But let's get to know you because I don't know you guys at all other than uh, a little bit from your uh, representation on the social mediums that are out there. Uh, I've been to the planetarium. Obviously, I've been there for Skyfest a couple of times. And uh, so, but let's get to know you a little bit better. Maybe get to know each other a little bit better, too, because you guys are brothers. Yeah, I don't know this guy very well at all. Uh, how long have you been brothers? Since the dawn of time. Now, people don't realize that we're 10 years apart. I'm 10 years older than Derek. When they see us together, they're like, well, you guys are a couple years apart. I'm like, no, I'm 10 years. Like, I literally like held him like a baby baby in my arms, which just we, this morning, just this morning. Yeah, I carried him here great. like that. Yeah. And a little, you know, little pap- pap- papoose thing. So that works out well. We're used to that. Um, he does that still, you know? Yeah. 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 He yeah. does that's, that still, you know, that's what you do. I enjoy, I enjoy being, you know, held by, <laughs> by you. <laughs> that heartbeat it makes, is it very, makes me very, very comfortable. <laughs> Can I get a ride on the way back? Sure. Okay, great. Yeah. Why not? So Derek, how old are you? I am 32. So you've been brothers for approximately 32 years. Ever, ever since I uh, was was cradled by my brother. Yeah. Okay, for the first time. Yeah, it felt longer. 
Did you like him when he was first born? I did. I did. I think I liked it because I was clearly the older brother, so we never had that, like, you know, the sibling rivalry. It was uh, kind of like, okay. I'm the big brother. I'm gigantic. Yeah, and I'm you know? Yeah, it's like, and then we had that sort of separation, you know, when he was, he was seven, I was 17. It was like, I had my life going over here. He had his life there. And then as we got older, we became really close, like, you know, like now where we go hang out. We're, you know, he's yeah. talking about science. I'm talking about art and we talk about all kinds of things, which is really cool. I kind of gelled. I'm very, very jealous. So apparently when uh, my sister was born, I was a little, a uh, little under two years old. Uh, I told my mom, hey, can I kiss the baby? And so I reached in. She like kind of held me over her so I could go down and kiss her. And I bit the ever loving oh. everything out of her nose uh, with my two teeth. Dude, you, you totally just did what the penguin did in Batman Returns, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was me. Yeah. That was me. Danny DeVito is Dan, my spirit Danny celebrity. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's do a word association game. This is basically 20 questions, but we can't just do 20 questions because it might be copyrighted or trademarked or right. something else. So every week I change the name to stay in front of all the lawyers and the rules and the regulations. So this week it's going to be stop or smell the roses. Hmm. So stopping is great. You know, you have the rest stop. You can pull out all the stops. You can stop on a dime, which is important from a safety perspective. It's important and something that we take for granted. Smelling the roses, from what I understand, we just had Valentine's Day, which is one of the fakest holidays of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, from all the stories that I read, apparently we have uh, bred out the odor in American roses. What? So they don't even smell. Hmm. Huh. And, uh, yeah, and then there's a little thing we like to call allergies, guys. So stopping and smelling the roses, or stopping is good, smelling the roses is bad. Gotcha. So if you're for gotcha. something, say stop. Sounds wrong, <laughs> but that's how we're going to play. And uh, if you're against something, smell the roses. Okay. Okay. How about voicemail? Stop or smell the roses? I Leaving voicemail, receiving voicemail, talking about voicemail. Definitely stop for me because... So I, I don't usually, this is going to sound crazy, but I don't usually answer my phone anymore because sure. of just all the spamming going on. So if somebody leaves a voicemail, then they're legit. They want to talk to me. I'll call them back, you know. So I appreciate Do you listen to the voicemail? Oh, or yeah, do I do. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I, I do, yeah. But, but a lot of times usually people leave a voicemail and are like, hi, call me back. And that's it. And you're like, I want to know what you're talking about so I can prep, prep for, you know, prepare for it. But I, I definitely like voicemail. So if we were to leave you some creative voicemails, you would appreciate that. Oh, yeah. In fact, actually, my voicemail at the Planetarium says, name your favorite planet. And I get some really good uh, responses. Like, people are like, yeah. like, you know, I really thought about this. I think Mars is great because, like, they go through, like, there was one person that, like, left me, like, a 15-minute voicemail explaining his reasoning why he liked uh, Jupiter so much. Yeah. It was actually pretty informative. It was great. <laughs> Nice. I, I completely agree with Derek on this one. I The voicemail is the answering machine of this day and age. It's like with all that spam, I don't ever answer my phone unless it shows up a name that I recognize. If it's anything else, I let it go to voicemail. And like Derek said, a lot of times you like answer it, or you listen to your voicemail, and it's like, oh, wow, these, this is this a legit is person that, you know, wants to commission art or whatever. And it's like I look at it, I'm like, this is the answering machine of this okay. day and age. All right, we're going to start leaving you some. So we'll put your phone number on the website. And that way people can reach out to you. I do at least 30-minute voicemail from you. Yeah. Oh, that's just, that's just standing on my head. Come on, good, I can good, do that. Good, yeah. good, good, yeah. good. Yeah. Very good. Speaking of more important things, uh, zombies. Stop or smell the roses. Hmm. Oh, this is a beard See, scratcher. Yeah, the beard scratcher. I like that. That's a good... Um, I mean, the good thing about zombies is... 
you the could, good thing yeah. about zombies yeah, the, the, is the great thing about zombies is I mean you could literally like if you have you have like a katana or something you just want to go slashing I mean you could literally just go slash some zombies. I so, mean, think about it. There's a good I, side to I this. I didn't realize this. So somebody mentioned that as an exercise motivation, uh, zombies are great because if you think about the zombie apocalypse is coming, you need to get on the treadmill oh, yeah. and run faster. But what you're saying is turning that around and going, if you need to get some aggression out. Absolutely. You want to practice your samurai skills? I mean, there you go. Take it out on a zombie. You got zombies just coming. They're right there. They're in your front yard. Boom. Hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play the uh, you know the the idea that you know the original concept of the zombie from voodoo religion. I like that idea because you ever seen Weekend at the best zombie movie ever is Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> too because it it if you play something or you do something you can raise the dead to do your bidding. Yeah. So like if I like let's say Brian died all of a sudden I can like play like a like a Van Halen song and he would just start like cleaning my house or something. Oh, be great, that would work. You know yeah, I mean? good point. Like, so, so zombies, so stop for that part of zombies. Smell the roses. I don't know if I want to be around a bunch of people that want to like eat my brain though. That's just <laughs> Yeah, not, that's a good point. Your precious not, brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that, a I, I don't big know about part that. of your and, 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 and we're identity. already kind of, yeah, and, and you know, I mean, at the same time though, it's like, you know, it's good to have a restart button, but um, you know, what? that's just a lot of just craziness going on. You know, I don't know. It depends on what zombie you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So now, now the cranberry fun. zombie is a great song. So I'm oh, gonna have to good say, point. You know, okay. Stop, so song zombie good, servant zombie good, eating brain zombie bad. Correct. Yeah. Got it. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good. Well, you know, I never thought to take it down to that level. That, but that's how, that's how we do it that. here. Yeah. That's how we do it. How about cobbler, the dessert, not the person who fixes your shoes? Stop or smell the roses. So I'm gonna definitely say stop. Times I'm a dessert fiend. <laughs> he, he knows that. that's my that's like kryptonite. So if like somebody any dessert, uh, mainly cakes and pies and, and cookies. Those are like okay, uh, like anything baked, baked goods, and uh, I mean and, they're called goods for a reason. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so I, I mean, yeah, if you put a cop like an apple, warm apple cobbler, or even peach cobbler, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to eat that. Cobbler or pie. Uh, definitely pie more because yeah. I just like the crust and everything. But, but I mean, you know, basically cobbler is nothing more but just smashed pie. Right. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's already kind of mother bird yeah, chewed for pretty you. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Brian, I would say um, stop for sure. But I have to have the gluten free cobbler because I'm the gluten free guy. Because I discovered that I'm allergic to wheat, which is very like it's a it's a double edged sword because I've reduced my intake of carbs, which is healthy for that reason but then you have to be that guy that's like i'll have the gluten-free cobbler so which is a little bit like people look at you and you're like why are you doing that i'm like it's not a fad i'm allergic to wheat and you have yeah. to explain the whole situation so either way i i probably would steer clear of it but if i had to have it i'd have the gluten-free cobbler. <laughs> so if you didn't have to worry about the gluten-free part what's your favorite dessert oh definitely pie yeah for sure like a key lime or lemon meringue or something like that is what i would go to for sure okay Do you like podcasting? Do you think you may want to try it? Then join me, Nick, at the Orlando Public Library downtown to talk about starting your own podcast. Equipment, guests, software, I'll cover it all. Most importantly, a microphone. I I guess that falls under equipment. Register for the event at OCLS.info. Now back to the show. Well, thank you guys for being here. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, how you both got into uh, both art for you, Brian, and astronomy for you, Derek. 
And it sounded like from what I could gather, uh, uh, Brian, you were drawing from a very young age. And uh, Derek, it was a trip to a uh, planetarium with your dad. Yes. Uh, that kind of got you into it. So it sounds like from a very young age, you both kind of knew what it was you wanted to do or maybe the 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 general direction of where you wanted to go. Was that pretty much the case? Absolutely. Yeah, I remember being in kindergarten and uh, – the teacher posted an assignment where you had to choose a, a letter from the alphabet and then make a, an animal that represented that letter. So I think I had a zebra for Z or something like that. So I just drew a zebra. And I'm like, Gladi, I'm drawing a zebra. And they, she hung up, hung them all up on the board and everybody was making the biggest deal about it. So I'm looking around going like, wow, this is my superpower. So from then on, I just kept drawing and drawing and drawing and where it led, it led. It was, it was the way I got through school. <laughs> <laughs> can I draw extra credit for this book cover or so I can get, you know, pass this report? And it worked. It was like, eh, right, right. So you dazzled them with the visuals so exactly. they would be distracted from the words. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Sage advice. Sage <laughs> advice. Uh, Derek, going to the planetarium when you were a kid? Yeah. So, um, so back, so, so at the Shakespeare Theater, you know, you got that round theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that used to be the John Young Planetarium when the Orlando Science Center was there. So my dad took me there when I was like six years old or whatever, and they had a show about Mars that was that was narrated by Patrick Stewart. So you got Captain Picard narrating Mars. That was the first time I thought, oh, my gosh, there is this other world out there that we have no, you know, that, that, that exists beyond our own, and it just opened up this kind of, Pandora's box for my interest in astronomy is the fact that there's this world, there's this stuff beyond our planet and, you know, what's out there. And it just, and then of course they had a telescope set up that night. And so I looked, looked at the telescope that they were looking at Saturn, you know, Saturn is like one of the most amazing objects to look through a telescope because it actually, you know, has a legit ring and it looks like what you would imagine Saturn to look like. And, uh, it was just, that's, it, it was the started then and, and, and then it just, and, um, the, and then of course my, both my parents, my mom and my dad, you know, um, they fostered that for, I mean, they would take me to the Orlando Science Center volunteer when I was 13, you know, uh, we're, we're, we, we always make the joke that because my, uh, cause Brian has a son and my nephew, like that's how you start, you mm -hmm. know, you start by young, by getting involved in all that stuff. And something, and, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and it just, it just kind of, you know, trickled then. And you guys grew up, uh, in Ormond or Daytona or you lived there for a while? I grew up in Ormond. Ormond Beach, when we moved uh, here to Winter Park, that was probably what I would consider Derek growing up in, because that was, how old were you when we moved? I was only like closer? four or five, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, but you were more the Ormond Beach. Yeah, it was like, uh, I think I was in like seventh grade when we moved from Ormond, so it was like a hybrid for me, but, you know, Florida, you know, central north Florida or whatever, whatever Volusia would be considered. Um, but relatively native to the area. Yeah, so, well, we're, okay. I was born in New Jersey, but we came down here when I was six, so it's like... You know, I, I feel like a native Floridian. Yeah. So for that matter, I mean, that's how, how we kind of And I was it. born in this soil. So yeah, I you were. In this soil? I flow grown. Well, I was, I was flow grown. I was grown here in Florida. I mean, yeah. I was born in Daytona, so. You were the yeah. first Demeter to be I was the first Florida. Demeter to be flow grown. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen those stickers that says flow grown? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know, there's there's this whole, there's a, yeah, there's a whole, Is like. Is it flow or flaw? Uh, flow, like flow, Florida. I don't know. Yeah. Point. It's F-L-O grown. grown. I, when I ask people, like, how do you say it? It's flow grown, that's what they say. You're asking a lot of people how to say that, huh? 
Uh, the people that have those stickers, I look. I you know you, you gotta you gotta you gotta sell, ask the you, questions. You gotta yeah, ask those yeah. Questions, man. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, to get the you answers. Gotta, you gotta well, yeah, because that's what you're all about. So I'm a scientist. That's yeah, what I do. I gotcha. He's notorious for asking questions because we would used to, we would go to the air shows when we were younger, and he'd be this little kid, and he'd be like, "Dad, Dad, what is this on this plane?" And like 17 other guys that were just hungry to answer the question of what missile that was or whatever would come out of the woodwork and just answer the question. So he always he always knew how to get his answers. Just shout the question to the air and people will answer it. Right, because <laughs> people want to, well, they're waiting for their turn to talk. Exactly. Yeah. So from an art and an astronomy standpoint, you guys spend a lot of time together. You probably talk about this a lot, but what are the similarities that you see between the two areas? Constellations are the perfect metaphor for us. Yeah. It's like, Derek, okay, that that over there, those are some stars. That's a blue star. That's a blah, blah, blah star. And I'm like, no, man, that that's like... That's like Perseus, man. He's got like Medusa's head in his his hand and everything. Both correct answers. Right. We love it. Astronomy, I always say in my shows, astronomy is um, one of the only sciences that really connect us as humans because there's a lot of tradition to astronomy. You know, um, the days of the week come from the planets that are visible in the sky, the constellations and their mythology, the storytelling, the predicting of of uh, the seasons off the stars. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of connection to human human you know desires here on uh you know on on earth so um that's what i love about astronomy is it connects us all you know and um you know with art and you know drawings and paintings and and uh, music and things like that i mean it inspires everybody i agree january is a time for new beginnings and that also applies to local journalism beginning in the latest issue the college park community paper and the downtown community paper have merged into the community paper. If you live in College Park, Soto, the Milk District, Mills 50, and downtown, check your mailbox. If it's not in there, it's available at any number of local merchants and online. I can't stress it enough. There are a lot of great writers, a lot of good info about what's going on in and around the heart of Central Florida. Check it out at yourcommunitypaper.com. Or if you like the feel of newsprint in your hot little hands, pick it up. Back to the show. Let me talk to you about uh, inspiration. Uh, so we talked a little bit about it in the last hour, but uh, what I usually talk to people about is music specifically. Like uh, when you're researching something in your case, Derek, or you're doing some, uh, some photo work, or uh, you're burning wood or uh, painting, Brian, or, or whatever the medium is. What are you guys listening to? What are you doing? How do you get yourself kind of psyched up for the moment? Or just to have, you know, is there white noise in the background that you need in order to have, you know, the lizard brain is taken care of so the higher level of your brain can work? I, I have, I'm an audiophile, so I definitely have my really nice headphones on when I'm mm. working on my astrophotos or something. And I'm usually listening to something um, instrumental. I don't really like a lot of words when I'm doing because it distracts me. Yeah. But something, you know, like ambient, ambient type music, um, not like any type band, but more like you know, ambient breaks, like, like electronic music that, um, you know, kind of just it might have a little bit of spaciness to it. But it just it's 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 good, like just kind of music that's you know, like in the background while you're not yeah. focusing. But but I'm the type of person when I love music. And, and I, I sang and I, I you know, I, I, like music is a very important part of my life, too. And, and usually what I'll do is I'll put on my headphones and I'll just listen to an album in full and really enjoy it. But when it work doing work, I definitely like to have just kind of 
ambient kind of white noise type music mm-hmm. in the is background. Is it something with a beat kind of uh, yeah. driving you yeah. behind mm-hmm. it, kind yeah. of pushing you forward? So like electronic, like like electronic ambient music. Um, or one of my one of my uh, it was just kind of funny. One of the one of the, uh, the music I like to listen to is an artist called Calm Trues, which is Tom Cruise. It's funny because Brian used to like. Yeah, used I used to, to be. A, I used to be a big Cruise fan in the Top Gun time period. You know, I'd be like, oh, I want to be like Maverick from Top Gun. So I was a well, big, who you know, didn't say exactly. Well, I mean, it's, I wanted to be Iceman, but that too. Iceman. Yeah, that movie was so. So I was like, oh, Tom Cruise. So when he played, he was playing this calm truce. I'm like, that's just Tom. That guy just like took Tom Cruise and like worked. Exactly. I was like, how come I didn't do that? I want to be able to do that. So, so that kind of music, I uh, I enjoy listening. It's very like uh, kind of like electronic um, synthesizer kind of mm-hmm. type music, that kind of stuff. So that's when you're uh, doing the editing, or, or is this when yeah, you're editing, actually doing fo- the photos? Oh, when the- I'm doing the photos, um, no. So when I'm actually taking the photo uh, pictures of, I actually like just hearing the the noise of the, you know, the wind or or uh, the the creatures that are in the background, you know, because it. Because usually out at night. I'm out, I'm out at night. I'm also out in kind of the wilderness, so I just enjoy embracing the beauty of nature's music, if you will. Um, so, but yeah. Because in order to get the right shot, you have to go out into the middle of nowhere. I have to go out in the middle of nowhere. I'm literally in some of the, like, people, when you, when I mention where I go, some people are like, holy moly, why, how, how are you still alive? And, but, you know, it's actually surprisingly um, not not as scary as you think it is, you know. Um, you know when you get used to it, you get used to it. But uh, some people, when you mention, like, yeah, I went to this place, they're like, whoa, that's like, I would never go out there in the dark. But I'm like, eh, it's bad. <laughs> Nice. Brian, for you, it's just uh, death metal all the time? Yeah, exactly. That goes really well with wood burning and painting. Um, no, I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hybrid. I like to, because I, I have two studios, if you will. One is my back porch, which I do the wood burning, because I definitely don't want to do that in the house. That's right. just not good. When I'm out there doing that, I don't have any music playing or headphones or anything. I just, for some reason, it takes, it's almost like a meditation to do the wood, the wood burning, because not only are you focused on tracing an image that's already laid down on the wood it's just there's something just very therapeutic about one seeing the wood burner work and then every once in a while like fire will burst from the and you're like oh that's so cool so you're like in awe of this process while you're doing it and it just you can't be listening to music now in the inside studio i usually put on like like pandora or something and i like roan my son actually was like dad you like what's called uh, adult alternative and I was like, I never really under, I, I'll just pick a band that I like and I'll put on Pandora. So it kind of shuffles through different. Right, bands. Right. And he's like, dad, you like, cause he likes to classify. He's like, I like this and you like adult alternatives. So I was like, okay, I guess I like adult alternative music while I do the painting and the preparation and stuff like that. So it's this hybrid of just nature sounds of birds and wind and yeah. adult, adult alternative. And adult alternative. Yeah. That makes, that makes perfect sense. And the irony of it is, you mentioned heavy metal. I, I I listen like I listen to a lot of metal music, and he doesn't like a lot of like we we both. That's one thing we don't share a lot in common with is our musical is the taste. Music taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, I I like more like underground like kind of basement type you know music. I I listen to WPR, WPRK a lot because I love all that kind of music. But but you're like that's just too like too too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very it's very surreal because he likes what, what was called polybeat or something. Yeah, polyrhythm. I like polyrhythm. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like Derek, this is like abstract music, man. I like abstract art, but not the music. And you like the opposite. It's like we're just it's like the formulas there, but just got reversed. So it's very surreal. I mean, there's, there's talent in that music. It's just it just drives me insane. Very nice. <laughs> so we tend to not listen to a lot of music. Yeah, no, our, I yeah. can't imagine you guys going to concerts together or anything like no. that. No, that is uh, no. that's a shame. 
we'll, we go to nature's concert, like paddle boarding and stuff like that. That's right, right. right. So when you're framing something up or you're looking for, okay, so from a photography perspective, from an art perspective, um, you're not doing anything uh, for somebody else. You're doing something just for you. Uh, you're, you're taking a shot that you've wanted to take. What are you looking for? How are you composing it? Or how are you coming up with the idea for it? How does it flow out of you? Well, for me, inspiration just hits out of nowhere. Doesn't there's no rhyme or reason to it. There's no like, you know, like Derek was saying in the texting room or whatever, it does it just hits whenever and I just get this desire to create it and I go from there. And as I've gotten older, I've learned to sort of listen to my inner inspiration or inner voice and just go with it. Mm -hmm. Rather than, you know, a younger art student will kind of question, like, I feel like doing this, but maybe I shouldn't, or something like that. And I've learned to just eradicate all that and just go with it. Just go. And the more I do that, the more, I guess, more love kind of shines through it or en the energy is there and it seems to resonate. And if it doesn't, so be it. If it does, cool. I just go with it. Do you keep like a, a notebook with you just in case inspiration hits and you want to sketch something out or anything like that? No, I, I don't sketch. Usually when I sketch, it's just the means to the end, like the final painting. Sure. I don't I don't have I don't sketch out ideas. I sort of have this like cabinet in my brain where I know something's there. And if I need to just store it, I'll put it in there and I kind of remember it. Yeah. Um, for the most part, if it's something I need to get down, I will kind of just go quickly, just get a thumbnail down, but I don't keep sketching and resketching. Usually when I get a flash of an idea, it's pretty on point to what the final ends up looking like. You now, just put it in the old brain cabinet. In the brain cabinet. Perfect. Yes. Nice. And, uh, so Derek, do you have a brain cabinet going as well, or is it more of an armoire? <laughs> is it, uh, what kind of structure is it? Like, well, how old so does I, it look? Is it more Ikea, like modern well with the, or with antique the, Yeah, with astronomy, you have to have a little bit of planning involved. You got to know the weather. So, you know, like especially, so there's a certain time of, so if we're in tons of the astrophotography I do, there's a certain time of window. It's called the new moon window. Basically, on my calendar, it says Derek off new moon window because that's the time when um, the moon's not up. So you got nice, dark, clear skies. So you, the moon produces natural light pollution in a way. And uh, so there's a lot of preparation. Of course, then you got to think about, you know, you got to go on the weather, your weather apps and stuff and look, make sure that you have clear nights. So there's a lot of prep involved. But as far as the shot itself, um, I'm a storyteller. I, I That's the thing I love. My, one of my favorite things about photography is it tells a story through the photo. So, uh, and as an educator, I, you know, there's certain things mm -hmm. I would like to get. Like, for example, one of the shots that I got this particular season is the clouds of Orion because I want to talk about these areas and, and Orion that are very iconic to most people, the belt of Orion and all, and what we could see when we gather that information. So, yeah, I definitely have a, like a whole like list of stuff that I store in a, you know, armoire that I, like I got to take out when I'm ready to go. But yeah, it's, it's a weathered proof armoire because it could rain. Right. Um, That's but, a good point. Uh, but a lot of times I'll have to prep it. And sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes, you know, like, like this past month, it was cloudy every single night. We were supposed to do some astronomy work. And you just kind of have to wait for the next time. Can't do so it. unfortunately, yeah. like Brian, where he could just pump it out anywhere. Uh, I, I, you know, like there are some times where I don't have any new material because I'm like, can't, you know, because so a lot of times what I'll do is I'll do six or seven photos when it's clear. And then just store them for those times. Like, for example, this month when I don't have anything to show, I'll just take one of those that I took previously. And, and put should, it out yeah, there. Yeah, so I can't. So you don't, So I don't want to, like, release all my stuff all at once. Right. I want to, you know, kind of so stagger it. So for those months that I don't have anything new, there's something new. And for the average person, they're not going to know I took it this month or last month. They just see something new. But the other astronomers know. 
the other astronomers know. They're like, that's not that wasn't that's out this it. time that's of month. That's last yeah. month's material, Derek. And you get a lot of people <laughs> like that when I post. So I post to a lot of groups and stuff, astrophotography groups, and some you get some technical people are like that that wasn't that wasn't locally. I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I don't have. You know, I don't have clear desert skies like you do or whatever, you know, where I can go and take these shots every single time. Every time. You know, there's some guys out there that have literally they live out in Arizona and New Mexico where they have clear, dark skies all the time. Mm -hmm. Like they, they just they're spoiled. So there's clear, dark sky. People. I know. I know. <laughs> and that's the show. Thanks for listening to a certain degree. Get the full episodes wherever you get your podcasts or at toacertaindegree.com. That's T-O-A, certaindegree.com. Brian and Derek, the Demeters, here's what you need to do. Follow them on Instagram, capturing underscore the underscore cosmos for Derek. Brian underscore Demeter for Brian. Derek works at the Emil Bueller Perpetual Trust Planetarium at Seminole State College. Learn more about that at seminolestate.edu slash planet. Brian's site is the aptly named BrianDemeter.com. Buy, sell, and trade his work there. Actually, just buy it. Sorry. Just a reminder that full interviews with music and everything are recorded live on WPRK 91.5 FM. You can listen live every Monday at 7 a.m. on your radio or streaming on the internet. That's when shows are at peak freshness. It's just as good reheated as a podcast. It's a to a hot pocket degree. That doesn't sound right. Thank you for listening. I might have to go out with you, but it might be too too dark for me. Well, I, I know scared. some places that are fairly like, you know, they're in state parks, so they're yeah. fairly safe, but we can go somewhere right. that won't be so... Uh, as long as we hold hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And skip. Right. Yeah. Well, obviously we're going to skip. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be out late at night taking photos of the sky together. Yeah. We're skipping. It's a given. And, and yeah. you know, you already look like, uh, you, you already have kind of almost a half Sasquatch look to you. So, so the I people like would be I am a half would be scared of you. And if you're walking around in the dark, they're going to think you're Sasquatch. You're right. They'll be scared of you. The you're animals scared will be scared of, of you. Not, right. Yeah. So I'll be protecting you. Yeah. I'll be You'll be my defender. Important. Yes. Yeah. Defender in the darkness. Defender of darkness. Wait. Um, well, defender in darkness. Okay. Yeah. That sounds pretty... Everything about this sounds really cool. Yeah. Relatively macho. Yeah. <laughs> you could put, you could get a shirt like that. People, it'll take you more... Defender you know, yeah, in defender darkness. Defender in, in darkness, yeah. Great. Well, you have that Leonidas beard. You could have the Spartan outfit or whatever, and you could just be like, this is Central Florida, like in the woods or wherever you are. I think you just want to see me in a Speedo. Oh, man. I was trying to... That was subtle. It was yeah, subtle. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, forget it.